Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of live stream Sunday School for Akron Alliance Fellowship Church. Thanks for joining me today. My name is Melvin Gaines. We had some technical difficulties here this morning, but we're going to give it a shot and give it a go. Uh, we appreciate you being here. We're going to, um, first of all, we wanted to play some music, and we were going to pull some music together. And I think I can pull something together very quickly so we can get settled in here as well, too. Um, let's see if I can find it here. There we go. Just want to praise you by uh, Melanie Rockford. We're going to play that for you right now. Thank you so much for being here this morning. Good morning, Ronnie. Yeah, like I said, we had technical difficulties, but we're here. We made it. I didn't put my mic on, so I don't think I need it today. But we're good. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Mr. Gaines. Good morning, Brother Roscoe. Thanks so much for being here. Appreciate you being here. Hey, Greg, I don't know if I even said your name. Sorry about that. <laughs> Morning, Dad and Delia. Thanks for being here. It says 5GUW. I don't know what that, don't know what that means. figure it out yeah okay appreciate you being here hey brother Nate and Marnell Yeah, we got a couple of prayers going this morning, so we'll definitely do that. No worries. Amen. Amen. 
Thanks for hanging with us this morning. Morning. We have an ecosystem of Apple products here. We figure it all out eventually. Apple, 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 Apple. <laughs> well, if you don't have Wi-Fi, if you don't have, you can't reach the towers, and that's what affects it. So, we got a big crowd here for Sunday school here in the church. Amen. Appreciate you being here. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Pearl. <laughs> Amen. Melanie Rockford, uh, just want to praise you. Um, glad we were able to play some music this morning, uh, given the technical difficulties, so that worked out just fine. But we're going to go ahead and get uh, moving along here with announcements and get into our lesson since we lost a little bit of time this morning uh, trying to get on the air in the first place. But having said that, please uh, note that um, um, for the announcements, Pastor Gus will be preaching the message today in church. Um, this is a fifth Sunday. So he'll be bringing the message, and later on today at 5 o'clock, there is supposed to be a praise concert. Is that still on today? Okay. Just wanted to make sure of that. Um, so that will be taking place for uh, in-church viewers only. That won't be online. Our service at 11 o'clock will be online, available in the timeline, provided we can make sure that we get everything working <laughs> uh, here in the church. That's going to be the challenge here today. Nevertheless, we do. We have to work with what we got. Uh, if you're in Akron, come on into church today. <laughs> that way you don't have to worry about it. Um, but uh, we appreciate you uh, just hanging in there with us this morning while we try to work out the details. Um, and keep in mind, too, there are some matters uh, to pray for as well. We, we, we're going to be doing some prayer in just a moment. Uh, please remember your tithes and offerings. We do appreciate you considering uh, the giving, worship through giving. Um, if you are mailing your tithes and offerings, please do so to Akron Alliance Fellowship, 688 Diagonal Road, Akron, Ohio, 44320. We appreciate that. For those coming to church today, the uh, offering box is in the lobby area in the, in the vestibule, uh, where you can just drop it off and, and, and put it there. Um, and, but we appreciate giving prayerful consideration to that as well, too. A um, couple of very uh, matters of prayer, and we'll do that as we pray this morning leading into Sunday school. Uh, please pray for Miss Laura. Um, she um, 
is uh, uh, might be coming down with something or might have something, and so she's she's uh, uh, ill, a little bit under the weather. She's still in rehab uh, uh, over at uh, Bat. Uh, what's the name? Pebble Creek. Pebble Creek. I was about to call it Battle Creek. Pebble Creek. Um, she's in, still in rehab, though, but we want to pray for her for recovery from that standpoint. Um, and uh, Roscoe's daughter, Ina's in the hospital, so we want to also want to lift her up in prayer as well, too, um, and pray for healing for her as well. We rely upon the Lord to give us healing, and, and he is a great physician indeed. He is a great healer. So with that in mind, let's go ahead and get into Sunday school. Today's uh, lesson is going to be in the book of John, chapter 11, verses 17 to 27. We're going to pray first for uh, Miss Laura and Ina, and then we'll pray about Sunday school, but we'll go ahead and get started. Thank you for joining us today for Sunday school. We appreciate your patronage and your prayers. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you again for this time that you have set aside for us to hear you speak to us through the power of your word. We know that where more than two are gathered, you are indeed present. And we thank you, Lord, for helping us to now just be quiet before you and allowing you to speak to us. We thank you for your presence in the midst of busyness and even a little turmoil here and there. Lord, you still want us to be able to hear you speak, and we pray for that right now. We do lift up to you, Miss Laura. We pray for healing for her, um, being under the weather uh, in the midst of her rehab. We pray that you'll heal her. Touch her body, give her comfort, and show her your presence in all these things. The same thing for Miss Ina, Lord. We pray for her that you will just give her comfort and heal her body so that she can come out of the hospital. And I thank you, Lord, for how you answer prayer, and I thank you for those who are faithful. The prayers of the righteous availeth much. We want to continue to come before you, and Lord, it's not our righteousness, but it's you who makes us righteous before you through the forgiveness of sin for the recognition of who you are we thank you lord for all that you're doing in this area bless us and keep us lord now we give you thanks and praise in jesus's precious name amen everyone had turn your bibles and electronic devices to john chapter 11 let's look at verses 17 through 27 and we thank those of you for being here this morning we've uh, really appreciate it, and prayerfully we'll get through the whole broadcast without any issues. So we're just going to keep on plugging away, and hopefully there won't be any problems. But um, the Lord is good, and we're going to do what we can do. Uh, John chapter 11, verses 17 through 27. Now this is actually a very interesting section of Scripture that I pulled out and used for one lesson. This really is consisting with... Only the dialogue between Jesus, at the end of the day, Jesus and Martha. Um, it's Jesus is going to be comforting Martha in this dialogue. We know that Mary is involved here, too. And it's interesting to be able to look at, I'm going to look at the personality of Martha and why this is significant. We're going to be talking, looking at this from the standpoint of looking at the progression of a person's faith. We saw the same thing with um, various people throughout Scripture, but we, we, there are very few encounters that Jesus has with a person more than once that are recorded in Scripture. And, of course, we have the first account of that. If we want to go ahead, uh, we're going to read verses 11 through uh, 17 through 27 in John, and then we're going to go to another passage to look at Martha, where we talked about that. 
But let's start by reading the passage first. New Living Translation, John 11, verses 17 through 27. And of course, this is within the account of where Lazarus had died. And we know that Lazarus was going to be uh, eventually resurrected by Jesus. It was done on purpose the way he did it. It was very deliberate that he waited. And this was a matter for him to demonstrate who he was and his faith. Let's read the passage here. Now, this, this is a, a dialogue now between, we're going to see between Jesus and Martha. When Jesus arrived at Bethany, he was told that Lazarus had already been in his grave for four days. In verse 18, Bethany was only a few miles down the road from Jerusalem. And many of the people had come to console Martha and Mary in their loss. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him. But Mary stayed in the house. Verse 21, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had only if you had been here, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. Verse 23, Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Yes, Martha said, he will rise when everyone else rises at the last day. Verse 25, Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never, ever die. Do you believe this, Martha? Verse 27, yes, Lord, she told him, I have always believed that you are the Messiah. Believe you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who has come into the world from God. Okay, that is John chapter 11, verses 17 through 27. This whole, this is just a dialogue between Martha and Jesus. And what I want you to see is in the midst of struggles, in the midst of suffering, in the midst of difficulty, sometimes we learn about who Jesus truly is. We, we learn about who Jesus is when we're going through difficulty. Uh, can I get an amen for that? I mean, we learn more. <laughs> we learn more about who Jesus is through difficulty. And of course, understand when is this dialogue taking place? Lazarus just died. They're in a place of mourning. They're in a place of reflecting on the life of Lazarus. And there are many people who are coming to see this event take place. It stands to reason that. The family um, in Bethany, Martha and, his, and, the, and Mary and the family members and Lazarus, they were all very prominent family members. A lot of people from Jerusalem came to see uh, them and give them comfort and understand that Jerusalem is only like about a couple of miles from Bethany. So a lot of people walked to go see them. And go pay their respects. And let's put it that way. Pay their respects. And that's what's happening. Um, and let's take a look just for the sake of conversation about who Martha was. The other account that we know about with Martha uh, was in Luke chapter 10. Go to Luke chapter 10. Luke 10. Verse 38. Now, let's understand something, too, about the relationship 
with between, let's say, Lazarus, Mary, Martha and Jesus. They had a very close relationship. We don't uh, we don't want to underestimate this because they knew each other. They were familiar with each other. Um, they've had uh, they knew each other as far as, you know, they fellowship together. They spent time together. We don't have a whole record of that, but they definitely did know each other very well, not just casually. There was a relatively close relationship. Now, let's go to verse 38, Luke chapter 10. I want to read this account. While they were traveling, he entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who also sat at the Lord's feet and was listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks and she came up and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to serve alone? So tell her to give me a hand. Then verse 41, the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things. But one thing is necessary. Mary has made the right choice and it will not be taken from her. Now, that's the only thing we see about their account in the book of Luke. But we can add that they were part of a prominent family. Jesus knew who they were. The fact that Martha invited him in while they were traveling, there was this relationship that was already developing, if not already developed. So they were familiar with each other. And so now it comes down to the fact that here we are looking at this particular account back in the book of John, chapter 11. And Jesus traveled to Bethany. And of course, he was informed, as it says in verse 17, that Lazarus had already been in his grave for four days. Well, that eliminates any discussion about someone. You know, there are situations where we, we sometimes have had people who pass on and they it looks like they've passed on but they have actually revived or they've come back to life in different ways and usually that would take place within a three-day period Um, but now we're at the four-day mark so Lazarus is not going to come back on his own Lazarus would have to be brought back but but let's look at this in a little bit more detail Back to the account in John chapter 11, verse 17. Um, Well, let's go to verse 18. Bethany was only a few miles down the road from Jerusalem. Many of the people had come to console Mary, Martha and Mary in their loss. What do you do at a funeral? You go to a wake. You go to the proceedings. You go to do what? You pay respects. You try to console the family. You talk to the family members. You say hello to them. You greet them. Shake their hands. Give them a hug. Let them know um, that... You have empathy for their situation, what they're going through. They've lost a loved one. This is a very emotional time. This is something that we all have been familiar with. We don't like being familiar with something like this, but we had to do it. We've had to go. We had to go to someone's uh, uh, friend's um, funeral of of a relative uh, within the last month or so. And we pay your respects. We go to a wake. You go to the wake or the funeral, whatever it is. To show respect and console, uh, console that other person who has experienced the loss. Let's go to verse 20. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary stayed in the house. Mary stayed in the house. That's interesting. And 
she made the decision to reflect upon her own. And we can say that she had her own way of uh, mourning, but Martha appears to be more like a go-getter. Uh, more of a go-getter. She's one who really just wants to go out and and you can tell that she has grown in her faith based upon the dialogue that she has in this passage. Nicodemus was one that's a great example of someone who grew in his faith. We saw more than one account of Nicodemus when we look in the Gospels about how he had to learn about what it was to be born again and how Nicodemus, in spite of his position of being uh, one who is in the, uh, the, the, the Jewish leaders, one of the Jewish leaders, he was the one who wanted to make sure that uh, Jesus was treated properly at his death and his burial by making sure that he had the proper anointing as well, too. There was a progression of faith with Nicodemus. With Martha, we're going to see something that's very similar to it. We don't have as many accounts, but we see that there is definitely a growth that has taken place. So Mary stayed in the house. Martha went out to talk to Jesus. Verse 21. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you only you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. And then verse 23, Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Now, we'll get to that in a moment. But look at where Martha's faith is. She really believes that Jesus has the ability to respond to whatever God gives him to do. Now, we have to look at this and understand something here. We have the benefit of knowing that Jesus is Lord because of the scriptures. Martha didn't have that benefit. Martha was still learning about who Jesus was. The disciples were learning about where, who Jesus was. In fact, we can argue from this dialogue here that we're going to be looking at that Martha was well ahead of some of the people that when it comes to faith because of what she says here. But how would one know or how could one know for sure that Jesus was Lord, not just Messiah, but Lord over all like God? She's going to learn this through what's going to take place. Now remember, this is before Lazarus was raised. We have the benefit of knowing all of this because we have all the scriptures we can refer to. Martha didn't have that benefit. But boy, Martha's faith, though, is pretty doggone strong here. Because she's believing that Jesus has a connection with God. Jesus came from God, by all accounts, from what she understands. And that. She knows that God's going to give him whatever he wants, whatever he asks for. You know, that's really a challenge for us in our faith. What does it say in Matthew chapter seven? Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. Is your faith as strong as Martha's? To believe that whatever you ask for, you're going to receive. And that's exactly what Martha believes here. Martha is going to see this later on and in a future account here we'll look at. But we're going to see how truly Jesus 
even though he was, by all accounts, late in coming, that's what we pretty much want to agree and accept. He He delayed his return. He delayed his going to Bethany. But he really is on time when it comes to how he deals with us. We would want to see him heal people. We want to see him move in a certain manner. But Jesus is never late. He's truly on time. He truly does help all of us. He gives us more sometimes even that we ask for. More than we think. Because our minds are limited in our capacity to think in the manner that Our heavenly father thinks. Remember what he says? My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. He reminds us of this. Is that he is the one. Who overcomes death. He. Raises not the sick, but the dead. He raises them up. I love what F.B. Meyer says. He makes the darkness of the tomb the background to set forth the resurrection glory. That's a great line. I love that. He turns tears into jewels as the sun does with dewdrops. And he did what he said he was going to do. He said after three days he would rise again. He'd be resurrected. Jesus operates in truth. He tells us what he's going to do. And that's exactly what he says in verse 23. Go back to John 11, verse 23. Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Now, understand the dialogue. Martha believes in a resurrection. But. She knows that there's something that's going to take place as far as the resurrection. When someone dies, there's going to be a resurrection. She believes that. But there's no double speak here. Jesus is correct by saying Lazarus is going to rise again because Lazarus is a believer in Jesus and he will be rising again. You know, the great account, you know, we all talk about when we look at the resurrection, our bodies are going to be resurrected. when we when when Jesus returns and comes and gathers us up, those who are alive and those who are Dead will all be you know, rising again. There will be a resurrection of our very bodies as well, too. Into these special new bodies that I can't conceptualize, them, but I'm going, to, I'm going to take a flyer and say that everybody in this room is going to want that new resurrected body. Amen. Yeah, amen. There you go. I, I, I didn't hear you before. Now I heard you because we don't want the bodies that we have now to be resurrected. It's like, man, my back still hurts. That's not going to work. So. But Martha is saying this and telling us here she believes in a resurrection. She doesn't know what that resurrection means other than the fact that we'll rise again. But now Jesus is about to show her that he is God because of what he can do with a dead body in front of literally hundreds of people. Because that's what we have to understand. This is a morning time. This is a time where people were going to be laughing when Jesus shows up talking about, you know, having Lazarus rise again. But now he's going to show himself 
to Martha and everyone else and Mary and everyone else of what he can do and what he can accomplish. Her faith had grown, but we need to understand that she needed to see the power of Jesus in action. The power of our Lord in action. Now let me ask you a question. Do we see the evidence or power of Jesus in our lives right now? The answer should be yes. Uh, if you said no, I would ask you, okay, then what, what are you looking at? Because every one of us is here because of Jesus Christ. We're all here because of Jesus. We may not have the best bodies. We may not be in the best shape. We may have scuffles with our health. But at the end of the day, we're here because of Jesus. We just, in our existence, we have evidence that Jesus loves us, cares for us. He speaks to us through the power of the Spirit. He gives us what we need to be able to function. And he sustains us. We just completed praying for a couple of people who are recovering right now and you know i know the lord healed my dad uh, praise the lord um i know that's a fact and that was after a lot of prayer but he's the great physician he's we we all have evidence we all know and see how jesus has taken us even from when we were dead to sin and made us alive in Christ. We know that we have that to look to and have and just give him the praise and worship him. Let's go back to verse 24. Yes, Martha said he will rise when everyone else rises at the last day. I love this. Now, verse 25, Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Even after dying. Now, that's a reference to our resurrection. It's also going to be a reference to Lazarus right here in a few moments. We won't cover that today. We'll cover that next time. But even after dying is a very important Word, important words to use here. Martha had to see that Jesus has power over life and death, as well as the power to forgive sins. We have to sometimes remind ourselves that Jesus was there in the very beginning. We'll read about in Genesis. Jesus was present right then. John reminds us of that in the first section of this book. In John chapter 1, John in his writings is continually revealing to us the power of this man who is God. And he was there from the very beginning of the existence of all mankind. The very beginning when the world was formed as we know it now. Verse 26, everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never, ever die. Do you believe this, Martha? We need to see this. He's the creator of life. John 14, 6. I am the way, the truth, 
and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the one who is responsible for the lives of every person on this earth. And he makes himself available for every person to acknowledge who he is. Now, we know that there are people all over the place that don't know Jesus. Don't they know of him, but they don't know him in a relationship. And my wife and I were having a great conversation this morning about how we live in the age of grace. But when we are raptured out. The Holy Spirit is coming with us. Who's left? Unbelievers, people who have not made the decision to acknowledge Jesus as Lord. That's going to be a crazy time on this earth. And we don't want to be here. We don't want to be here. Because we have the indwelling Holy Spirit, those who believe in him will be raptured out. Because we are not going to come under condemnation. That's the whole point of this. We have to understand that Jesus is going to care for his own. But there's still more work to do for those people who are not believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. Just because the age of grace is ending does not mean that God's grace is not being extended to those who believe in him. So Martha seems to understand part of this. She gets this. She has had a grown uh, a progression and grown a growth of faith from the time when she was running around, scurrying about the house, trying to make sure that the the biscuits were baked properly, the the house was swept, it was clean, it was orderly. You know, we get caught up in stuff sometimes that just doesn't really matter at the end of the day. And sometimes we have to understand something when we are believers in Christ. We sometimes want to make a good impression on whoever comes into our midst. It may not be our house. It might be our, our persona. But are we really being real and faithful to Jesus as we do that? Are we worrying so much about having not picked up stuff off the floor than we are about living authentically before others. And I think that that's where Martha had to grow and progress and learn that it's much more important important to do what Mary did in that first encounter that we read about in, in Luke. Sit at the feet of Jesus. Listen to him speak. Listen to him teach us. That's why we always emphasize being in the word. You can't be taught something if you're not going to be a good student. You've got to be a student. You've got to be a pupil. You can't learn something in college if you don't go to class. You can't learn something in high school if you're not in class. You can't learn from Jesus if you're not at his feet, if you're not reading his word, if you're not studying his word. So we want to recognize how important this really is. Whoever believes in Jesus has a spiritual life that death cannot conquer, cannot diminish in any way. I love how it, the word says we are more than conquerors. 
because we have Jesus with us. And rather than looking all around you at different circumstances and what the world is doing, it's better for us to be looking up. Look up at Jesus. Focus on Jesus. He's going to give you exactly what you need to be able to live in a world like we live in today. He's going to give it to you. He's going to give you comfort. He's going to give you information. He's going to give you assurances. He'll give you guidance. Just look to him. You're not going to learn a whole lot looking all around you. And I think that's really important for us to see how he is the one who gives us instruction. And Jesus says it. Everyone who lives, lives in me and believes in me will never, never, ever die. Do you believe this, Martha? Do you believe this? Do you believe what it says? Take a look at John chapter 14. This is further ahead, obviously, in our reading. But let's look at what it says in John chapter 14. And we're going to look at verse 19. Verse 19, John chapter 14. This is from the Christian Center Bible version. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live too. Well, this is a direct comment that talks about believing in Jesus and the assurance we have that Jesus indeed protects, preserves, keeps us, protects our very lives. And we'll live eternally with him. That's, of course, a matter of faith, isn't it? It's a matter of believing what Jesus can do. The power that Jesus has. And Jesus is giving Martha information that's going to show the true power of Jesus. And learn about who Jesus is when if you can rise, if you can bring people back from the dead, you've got all kinds of power. In verse 27. Yes, Lord, she told him, I have always believed that you are the Messiah. Now. Always believed that she, he was the Messiah. Now, we'll take that for what it's worth. There was some faith there, but she was still scuffling a little bit with what was more important than believing in Jesus. She may very well have believed in the account we read in Luke that, that Jesus was the Messiah, but she was not really paying attention to the qualities of worship of this Messiah. She was worried about making an impression. She was worried about cleaning the house. She was worried about sweeping it clean, making sure the food was ready, making sure that they had something to eat. We all have ways of believing in Jesus, but now we have to come back to what's really more important in our faith. What is really important? I, believe, I have always believed you're the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who has come into the world from God. We can believe in who Jesus is, but we still now need to progress. Progress as we go. 
I'll, I'll dare say that for our beloved pastor sitting in this room, his faith has progressed from the time he became a believer to where he is today. And there has to be a growth. And I'm not even just talking about the fact that we're fleshly. You know, we do fleshly things, right? We, we live in a fleshly manner. But it's more than that. It's now believing that Jesus is the one who truly is the one we need to focus on wholeheartedly. And pretty much everything that we're involved in. Everything that we're involved in. Brief story, and we're going to work to close out. Because we know that in our lives we have all this hurriedness and we move about. But even in our jobs, even in our secular relationships with people, you never know how you're going to impact others. And the brief story I have is my wife who um, uh, left her employment on Friday, a person who was kind of kind of crusty. He, he, he's a kind of guy who you don't really know. He kind of says things sometimes, and he says things without thinking. But this time, he made a very deliberate conversation to my lovely bride. She says, I know that you have a faith, and you don't proselytize or talk about it openly, but you know what? You lived your faith out by what you did and how you served Jesus. And, of course, that knocked my bride off her feet almost, and she was very surprised to hear that. But you never know what people are thinking. You never know who's watching, and you never know what people are thinking. Please live your life as a believer with authenticity and sincerity before others. Because it's not... A sprint, it's a marathon. And my wife was at her employment for over 30 years. And of course, it's never been, it's never perfect, but you just be consistent. You live in a manner, you'd never know who's watching you. Some of us plant, some of us water, but Jesus, through the power of the Spirit, is the one who brings people to a saving knowledge of him. Let your actions be the testimony for Jesus. Be the gospel for Jesus. There are enough people out there who are very intelligent and they know exactly what you represent when you live for Christ. May you always stand in that manner. So you can have Martha says the things that are important. The Messiah, the Son of God, who has come into the world from God. Martha got it right here. She's going to learn more about who Jesus is. But her statement of faith is exactly what we should have. So when somebody asks you who Jesus is, you go right to John eleven twenty seven. That's the statement you want to make. That's the statement you want to relay. She's a woman of deep faith. We see this here. Does she know everything or understand everything? No, we don't ever understand or know everything. We, we have things that we have to experience ourselves to know and understand them. And at the end of the day, we'll be able to see our Heavenly Father. We'll have a relationship with Him if we have a relationship with Jesus today. 
And that's a matter of faith. But we believe because that's exactly what's going to happen. Jesus keeps his word. What he says is going to happen. What we read in the Bible about what's going to happen in the future, it's going to happen. Pray for individuals in your life who still don't quite get it, don't understand it, don't know. But as for me and you, stay in prayer and stay focused on what really matters. Let the Lord take care of the rest. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this time that you've given to us to truly hear you speak to us through your word. Lord, we ask that you bless us and keep us now. We thank you for how you indeed help us to grow in our faith as we trust in you. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you for making us willing students before you. We give you praise and give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, everyone, for another edition of Livestream Sunday School for Akron Alliance Fellowship. We appreciate you being here. We thank you again for helping us to get through the technical difficulties and hanging in with us. God bless you all. Take care of yourselves. Uh, stay tuned online. We'll try to get go live here at church uh, for our message as well, too. And we just want to give all praise and honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time.